0: Real kids, real questions. Hi, and welcome to Kids Cues. I'm Kate. And I'm Dylan. And if you use the internet, whether it's online gaming, or maybe you're watching video games on a live stream, then have you considered your
1: cyber safety? Well, we've discovered cyber safety can be a big problem for anyone, whether you're a kid playing Fortnite, or an adult at work, maybe even the Prime Minister.
2: The Australian Government is aware of and alert to the threat of cyber attacks.
0: Cybersecurity at home can be a really tricky thing to understand because we can't really see it. But we found a little clip that we think
1: explains things really well. Would you be comfortable living in a house that someone else had the key to? What if an underground tunnel led into it from a public park where its windows could never quite close all the way? Would you trust it with your safety and your privacy? The internet is that house.
0: That's a really great analogy. Yeah, it makes you really think. It sure does. And then there's cyberbullying. One in five young Australians say they've experienced some pretty horrible things online, like being excluded or even threatened. And kids don't want to tell anyone they're being cyberbullied because they're
1: worried it might make things worse. But the good news is... There's mountains of amazing
0: advice out there to support kids like us. Absolutely. And Life Education is an organisation that not only gives great advice, but also empowers kids to make safer and healthier choices through their education program.
1: They visit thousands of schools in Australia and reach 700,000 kids a year. That's a lot of students. Sure is. And today, the year fours, fives
0: and sixes from Wesley College will be asking them some questions. Today, we're lucky enough to be chatting to the head of life education. Kelly Sloan, thanks so
2: much for being on Kids' Cues. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and we really appreciate your time because this is something that can affect every single kid.
0: And And not just kids.
1: Yeah, true. And we know you're a mum and wonder if this is possibly something that affects parents as well as kids.
2: Well, it does. Cyber safety impacts everybody. Um, it impacts um, parents um, because we're on devices as well. Um, and it also impacts kids. And as you said, I'm a mum. I've got boys aged 14, 12 and 9. So they all have some form of iPad or computer. So, you know, I worry about it a lot.
0: Well, it seems like cyber safety education for children and their parents is the key, and Will in year four has a great question to get us started. What's the difference between
2: cybersecurity and cyberbullying? So cybersecurity basically is keeping ourselves and our devices safe online. so this includes things like keeping our private information private and protecting ourselves from cybercrime and from hackers. So cyberbullying is when someone, like it might be another kid, Will, um, in year four, or it could be someone older than you, using technology to bully or or hurt someone else. So this means someone's using the internet, the phone, or comments, or messages, or photos even to to hurt people, you know, um, hurt their feelings, threaten them, or embarrass someone else on purpose.
1: Yeah, so they really go hand in hand. If you're aware of cybersecurity, perhaps that could help reduce your risks of being cyberbullied. Dylan in Year 4 would also like to know a bit more about the risks from being hacked. Do all the devices, including phones, computers, iPads
2: and smart TVs, need to be protected from hackers? Yes, they do. And that's another very good question. And something that we talk about in our lessons at Life Education. So basically any device that connects to the internet could be hacked. So sometimes we can protect our devices with really strong passwords and I'm sure you guys have heard about how to do that and to change them. The advice now is to have a really long passphrase of 15 to 20 characters. That's a lot. Sometimes our family will have antivirus, anti-security software or anti-security software rather on our devices, things like iPads and phones. And sometimes people even choose to disconnect their smart TVs from the internet just to be extra safe so that no one sort of hacks your camera on your smart TV. So it's really important to listen to all those rules and those guidelines and and also understand that when your parents talk to you about some of these things, they're really trying to protect you.
0: So you have to be pretty vigilant by the sounds of things. Devon is wondering what are some of the signs that you're being targeted? How do you identify if you have a virus or you have been hacked when working or playing online?
2: My boys, when something goes wrong on their phones, they say it's glitching. Now, there can be all sorts of reasons for that, but sometimes it's because you've got a virus or you've been hacked. Um, You might find your device is freezing or crashing or your battery's not lasting as long or... Another thing that might happen is you're sometimes using data, more data than usual, or you're getting strange pop-up messages. And, and sometimes those are the big ones. If there's a virus in there, you get a pop-up message or you get an email from someone. People can be locked out of their accounts, Or even sometimes your friends say that they're getting strange messages from your account and you haven't actually sent them anything. So these are some of the things that could happen, but some people can't even tell if they've been hacked or not.
1: Our computer glitches all the time, but I didn't realise that could be a warning sign. Now, another really troubling area is when kids find themselves being bullied online. Can you tell us some examples of what cyberbullying might include?
2: So some things that we hear about at Life Education relate to maybe Instagram. Someone puts up a picture and then people, so-called friends of theirs, when they're online and they're making comments, say nasty things, and then people copy that when more than one person does it, when it happens repeatedly, that is bullying and it's not fair and it can be very hurtful. So really one of the the really easy ways to remember this is if if you would not say that to a person in real life, if that's bullying in real life, it's also bullying on the internet. Um, And so really the internet we say is, is like an online playground. If in the real playground at school or if you're hanging out with your friends and someone said that, you would know that that's wrong and it doesn't feel right. That's, That's cyberbullying. It could also be sending specific messages in emails. It could be sharing a photo that you sent to them privately. It could be a normal photo, but they send it around to everyone else without you knowing. That's also cyberbullying. So really it comes back to being respectful and making sure that, that you don't do anything to someone else that you wouldn't want to happen to you. So it's really important when
0: you're online to treat someone as you would in real life. What are some of the reasons that
2: cyberbullies do this to others? It's really hard to say. Some kids do it to get attention. Some people do it because they think they want to get back at someone. Often when someone does this, it's important to realise that they're not big and strong doing this, that they're doing it because they feel a little bit weak inside sometimes. Um, So they're not someone to be copied. What often happens is someone starts it and everyone joins in because they think it's cool. People think, oh, well, that person's laughing, so they don't really mind. The thing is that people who are being bullied will often have a reaction that seems cool, but deep down inside, they're hurting. So it's just really important that you remember that all the time. It's always about feelings. And as you said before, Kate, it's about respect.
1: Yeah, well, everyone really needs to stop and think before they hit send or say something online that everyone will regret. Now, Grace has a really important question most kids will be keen to hear. What is the most efficient way to overcome
2: cyberbullying? Good question, Grace. And I'm glad you asked that because there are some good tips for kids out there. So some of the the really good ways to overcome cyberbullying, first of all, to talk to a trusted adult, someone you think you can chat to about this. To get help from the police if you're in immediate danger, if you feel really worried about your safety, you go straight to a trusted adult or the police. Try not to say anything back. That's a good tip. I know it's hard, but sometimes that actually can make things worse. Don't engage with someone who's trying to bully you online or trying to get information from you online that you don't want to give back. It's good to keep evidence like a screenshot and pass that on to your trusted adult. Then you've got evidence of what they've done. Some of the other things that you can do, and these are really easy things, is to block and report someone. So most games and apps have a way to block or report someone. So do that, and then they're gone as well. The other tip we would really give is that you can report people, and even if you're a little bit worried or you're not sure whether it's actual bullying, the way you can find out is, you know, we... We have friends at the ESafety Commission. They're kind of like the cyber cops for Australia. And you can really trust them and you can go onto their website at esafety.gov.au. So that's e-safety.gov.au. They're a really reliable and trusted source of information for and the information that they give out is age appropriate. So if you're in year four, you can go to the area that is really helpful for you guys and there's resources for parents as well. So
0: don't be mean back, collect evidence, block and report anyone who might be trying to hurt you and Mm. go to eSafety if you need advice. So Maeve wants to know if there's any actual laws to stop cyberbullying. What do the police do to stop cyberbullying and hackers?
2: So there are laws. You're not allowed to do this, but it's tough. It's really tough to police. It's hard to find those people. So, you know, what I I would just say is that You know, if you have concerns, you can go to the eSafety Commissioner, who I was just talking about. They know all the laws. They know how you can protect yourself. The best thing you can do, though, is not rely on laws to save you in this case. You need to protect yourself as well. You need to be really cyber smart. You need to protect yourself by having passwords and security and all those things I was just talking about.
1: It's a huge job if you imagine just how many people are online in the whole world. So Matthew from year five slash six would like to know what is the real motive of hackers?
0: What do hackers do with our stolen information and what are some steps we can take to protect ourselves from them?
2: There are hackers out there who really want to get access to your private and personal information, things like your date of birth, your address, your bank account details, and when they have that they can steal money from your bank accounts. I know people have had this happen, very smart people who have been sent emails and they're disguised cleverly as something you would expect every day. Don't hand over any personal information. Don't let anybody know your address or your bank account details or your parent's account details. Sometimes they set up fake, fake identities. Sometimes they're just doing it to have a go at the tech companies as well. Whatever their motivation is, you need to be ready for that, and you need to you know, protect yourself online, zip up your online details really tight, as if you were walking down the street with some money in your pocket that you wouldn't want to let go.
0: So it's really important to understand and be aware of the possible dangers online and not to trust anyone who claims to be the Prime Minister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally.
1: Everyone needs to be aware.
0: Thank you, Kelly Sloan. Thanks so much for talking with us on Kids' Cues and giving us some really great advice.
2: Look, thank you for those questions. It's going to be such a support and a help to all the kids that are listening and to their parents. So stay safe online and enjoy. Thanks.
1: Thank you. And a big shout out to all the year fours and fives and sixes at Wesley College, who I know tune into
0: every episode. Don't forget, you can also catch up on any episodes you've missed during the school holidays by simply subscribing to Kids' Cues. We'll be back when term starts with some exciting new topics. Including racism,
1: plastics in our ocean, and what it takes to become a professional athlete, like an AFL
0: football player. And we'll have some more amazing experts on board when we return. Yes, we will. (laughs) You can email us at kidsatthewest.com.au. Well, enjoy your holidays. Until then, bye bye for now. now. Kids' Cues, brought to you by the West Australian's Ed Magazine and Seven West Media Education.